Welcome to One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nevison, and we highlight changemakers around the world who are making a difference in their community. Hello, everyone. Today we have with us Mary Glover, who is the founding director of Awakening Seed School. Thank you so much, Mary, for joining us. You're welcome. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I have um, always been a curious learner in my life, and I that started really early in my life as a child. Um, I grew up in rural Nebraska. I had a lot of what a lot of um, freedom, and I kind of look at myself as having had a free range childhood and had a lot of access to the natural world and materials and just had a lot of opportunities to be really creative. I also knew really early on that I was going to have a very different life than what I grew up with. I knew that when I was about seven years old. And so after I got out of high school, I kind of moved around a while, went to a couple of different colleges and then ended up in Arizona in 1973. And I had um, my children really young. I was 25 when I had the second one. So when the oldest one was three, I was looking for a school for her. And I tried to, you know, find out, I, I looked at a lot of different schools and I did find one I liked, but then just months after she started, the woman who directed it moved to Flagstaff. So I had a spiritual teacher who used to read this description of a school, and she called it an academy, where children and families of all walks of life could come together and not just be tolerated, but celebrated. And so that was kind of the founding principle principles uh, behind Awakening Seed. I um, So I remember one time she read this description and I said, oh, I want my kids to go to a school like that someday. And she said, good, why don't you start it? So I had a three-year-old and a six-month-old when we opened our doors for Awakening Seed. And um, My husband, Bill, has been incredibly supportive and helpful with the project over the years. And uh, he's our, um, has been our business manager for many years and is now um, just doing the maintenance. And he's partially retired, I guess you could say, but he still works pretty hard. So um, I don't know. I just have, Pretty much my life has been the school, and I um, kind of some side things. I became a certified yoga teacher in 2005, I think, and um, so I really love yoga and practice it often. I love to garden, and I'm also an artist, and I have five grandchildren and a great granddaughter. So my family is really important to me and my work. Um, I have a a pretty simple life. I have school, I have my family and my yoga, my art, and that's about it. So that's 
what takes up my time. Awesome. So what do you like to do in your free time besides um, school, your family, and drawing? Um, well, I walk a lot. I really enjoy hiking. I do spend a lot of time on my art when I'm not at school. And um, so, you know, I love to cook and just be out in the natural world. So those are kind of my main things I do. That's awesome. So correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it's been 44 years since you started Awakening Seed. You are correct. We started in 1977 and this is our 44th year. That's amazing. So now since it has been 44 years, what would you do differently if you were to go back and redo everything? Well, if I went back and I knew what I know now, I probably would have, um, I don't know. I mean, it's really hard to say that I would do anything differently. I mean, we started with virtually no money and we were really scraping our way through. We just kind of learned as we went by, as we went through the process. Um, I think if I were going to start over, I probably would, you know, want to make sure I had some good backing from uh, other people financially. And, um, but there's not a lot I would change. I feel really grateful for the whole process, everything I've learned, all the incredible people I've met, including yourself, um, and just all the great families I've gotten to know over the years. And our oldest kids are 47 years, almost 47 years old. So it's been a while. And so there's not a lot I would change, really. Awesome. So what fundamentals do you teach all the kids that inspire them to become change makers and um, make a difference in their community? Well, first of all, we the things that you just mentioned are a very important part of our curriculum. We obviously want kids to learn to read and write and do math and spell and all that. Um, but our really the heart of what we do is teaching kids to be um, good stewards of the planet. So we do a lot of gardening. We talk about, um, you know, being mindful of waste and trash. Um, and I think most recently, um, and this has been going on for as long as the school has existed, but I think this last year, uh, or last nine months or so, um, it, some, a lot of the events that happened around George Floyd's killing and the Black Lives Matter movement uh, really struck a chord for me. And um, so we work and talk with the kids all the time about social justice issues. And it starts when the kids are one-year-olds and just learning how to be a good friend, how to be an ally, how to be kind, how to... Um, you know, think about other people have empathy. And so, you know, just those conversations we work, a lot of my work is the professional development, getting support for the teachers so they feel comfortable having hard conversations and, you know, that are, they're not afraid to say, oh, I don't know, let me talk to somebody and get back to you. So, um, 
anyway, just, I think we just try to be really open and um, honest with the kids and really help them defend, de- develop a sense of inquiry and be, learn how to be really critical thinkers and the staff as well. So it's just embedded in everything we do, everything. Um, so what's your goal when, or what was your goal when you started Awakening Seed and have you accomplished it 44 years later? Um, I think, I think the goal or the intention, I like to use the word intention, um, is the intention was to have a place where kids could be really honored and celebrated for who they are. And I, I mean, I'm a big supporter of public education and, um, and I felt at the time that the options available to my kids were not, they just weren't really, what was available didn't seem like it would really make them thrive and really just blossom into who they were. I wanted, you know, they, I just wanted them to have a little more freedom to be themselves and to be creative, especially. So, um, and I feel like we have definitely fulfilled that intention and, you know, we're always growing and changing and, um, you know, it's the school is very much alive and that's how we have always wanted it to be. And it's really fun. The kids like to come to school and, we always wanted to be really a fun experience. I completely agree. So um, I went to school at the Awakening Seed from 18 months through fourth grade, and it helped create who I am today and kind of instill the fundamentals of why I give back and who really I am today. Um, my tile that is on the wall says, once a seed, always a seed. Why did you start to have the tiles put around the building? Well, a couple of reasons. One, we uh, needed, we wanted it, we started the project before we moved to our current new location, which was a building we built ourselves and purchased the property. And so the tiles were part of the building fund. And then when, once we got it, um, it's, it's kind of become a fund for, you know, different maintenance projects, upgrading things. We've been in the building 20 years now, so more than 20 years. So, um, you know, just for the, just to kind of the upkeep. And we also wanted to have a, uh, just a way for kids to kind of be remembered and, um, you know, right there out in front. So it's a, it was really a fun project and it's, fun to still look at all the names and remember most of them. That's awesome. So do you know how many kids have graduated? I really don't know, to be honest, Ashley. I, I mean, I would say, you know, hundreds and hundreds. I, I mean, there have been thousands and thousands of kids that have gone to the school. I would say probably, you know, somewhere in the hundreds, kids graduating. Um, so then different kids go for different periods of time. I mean, some kids, I mean, you went all the way through the whole program and that is pretty rare. We do have a few kids every year that do that. 
Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I should sit down sometime and try to estimate it, but I really don't know at this point. That's awesome. So I always like to get the audience involved in every single one of the episodes. And the questions they asked were, who is your inspiration? Well, my inspiration to start the school was my teacher, Irma Pounds, and she has since passed. Um, She was my spiritual teacher when I moved to Phoenix in 1973. And um, she really, you know, taught me a lot just about my own myself, but also gave me the boost to start it. I've had many, many teachers over the years. And um, one of my most recent teachers was, um, and still is in many ways, my yoga teacher, Meg Byerline. I studied with her for 14 years. And um, so she was a really big inspiration. And, um, you know, my family, my husband, Bill, um, all the kids that come to the school, they're just such an inspiration. So um, just a lot of different things have inspired me. Awesome. Another question the audience asked was, what's your favorite quote? Well, I have a lot. I love poetry. Um, my favorite one, one of my favorites is this one. It's, um, it's by Rumi. And it says, work, keep digging your well. Don't think about getting off from work. Water is there somewhere. Submit to a daily practice. Your loyalty to that is a ring on the door. Keep knocking and the joy inside will eventually open a window and look out to see who's there. That's an amazing quote. Another question the audience asked was, how has the seed changed since it started? Well, we have, it's a lot larger. We have um, a much bigger facility. We have a lot more resources. We have a lot of technology. We have a bigger staff and we have a beautiful website and, you know, people all over the world have heard about us, which is really exciting. Um, I think the heart of the seed has not changed a bit. I think it is still very much alive and well. Um, Just the idea of, you know, compassion, kindness, celebration of diversity, those kinds of things. So I would say that's how it hasn't changed So I know there have been a lot of kids that have graduated, but what are some of the positive impacts of some of the grads? Um, Well, we have a lot of, we've had a number of kids who have, um, have become teachers. We've had a lot who are, have become doctors. Um, We have a lot of kids who are artists, writers. One of our, uh, students, Alyssa Wong, who I don't even know how old she is right now, but she started writing as a second grader and she recently published her first Marvel comic book. So that was pretty exciting. And we have uh, another student, Kelsey Rogensack, who 
um, or who received two um, Fulbright scholarships. And she's working on her PhD right now. I can't tell you what exactly, but um, we've got a number of kids who have just earned their PhDs in different subjects. A lot of, some of them are like neuroscientists and, um, you know, really done amazing things, chemistry and things like that in the sciences. Um, One of the most fun stories is about a, a guy named Nick Uren. And Nick, a, while, a few years ago, when the first year that Golden State, uh, the Golden State Warriors were in the NBA championships, he was working with, he worked for the Warriors and he was kind of their video guy. And he, um, he had this idea to go to a shorter lineup because he was looking at the videos and things. And uh, basically he told the coach that he thought that they should go with a shorter lineup. And basically um, they did and they won the championship and Nick got a lot of the credit for winning the championship. So that was really cool that he got to go meet president Obama. And um, he's had, I think he's there uh, one of their, in their front office. Now he's also has a business background. So that was one of my favorites and most fun stories to tell. That's awesome. So when I was at the seed, one of my favorite subjects was writing with Mary. What inspired you to start that? <laughs> it's funny. Writing with Mary is still going. Um, and the kids call it that like it's a subject. It, you know, like one of the kids said, are we going to have writing with Mary today? So that's what they call it still. Um, I, have always loved to write and I have written quite a bit. And I, when I left the classroom several years ago, I um, just, I, the one thing I couldn't really give up is writing. And so I, I still teach a few classes a week. Now I'm doing them all on zoom with the kids, but um, the kids are still writing. They're still publishing. They're, you know, just doing such beautiful poetry. So I just really like helping kids learn to be writers. And I feel like it's something that they can carry with them through their whole life. So as long as I can do that, I'm going to keep teaching writing. That's awesome. So what do you think is the most important quality to have as a volunteer or someone who gives back to their community? Um. Well, I was thinking about this when I saw the questions that uh, one of the things that I I don't do anymore, but I did it for nine years. I was a volunteer at Phoenix Children's Hospital, and I taught yoga there. And um, I the the last several years, I taught yoga in the biobehavior floor, which is kids that have um, psychiatric and emotional, and you know just trauma kind of things going on. And, um, I, that was a, it was one of the hardest things I've done, but it was so worthwhile. And I kept doing it a long time. Um, just because I felt like I had something that they really needed. And, um, that was separate from the school, but, you know, I don't think there's anything more important than service in terms of, qualities and things that you want to 
inspire in children. And I, I didn't mention my parents as my inspiration, but they both have had done a lot of service in their lives and they're still living. Um, and they, they just taught me that that was important to do and that really giving back and giving is much more, is so much more, um, rewarding than feeling I just need to receive things from other people. So, um, you know, I just think you have to really start early and help kids understand the ideas of, uh, service. Yeah. So I like to ask this question to everyone who is on my podcast and I always ask them if you had 10 minutes to make a difference in your community, what would you do? Um, I would try to find a group that really needed me and I would listen for 10 minutes. So that is all the questions I have for you, but is there anything else you'd like to tell us? Well, I'm just really excited for you, Ashley, with what you're doing. And I've been, you know, following you for a long time with your dance and, um, it's just really exciting to me and gratifying to see somebody your age doing what you're doing already, this podcast. And I know that you do a lot of service work and um, it really gives me a lot of hope for the future. And it inspires me to keep working as long as I can to, you know, keep guiding children. And um, I just really wish you well and what you're doing and I'm sure it's going to blossom into a lot of different things. So keep it up and let me know if I can ever be of help to you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mary, for being a change maker and starting the um, this amazing school, Awakening Seed School, who has changed who has changed my life and many ways and who has formed me into the person I am today. If anyone who is listening does know anyone who is a change maker in their community, please contact us so we can continue to expand our reach to have even more change makers all over the world have their stories be shared. Once again, I'm your host, Ashley Nevson, on One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. And thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to know what's happening next.